Hey everybody, welcome to The Wake Up for Thursday, August 20th, 2020. Here is the latest from Hollywood, the media biz and social platforms with Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis making news, uh, well, separately, as do Guillermo del Toro, LeBron James and QR codes. Wait, that's not a person. All brought to you by the freshest Colombian coffee you can get, Devocion Coffee. And a couple of trailer drops yesterday. The first is the Disney Fox movie, Death on the Nile, the next star-studded Agatha Christie adaptation, directed by Kenneth Branagh, where someone gets killed on a steamboat this time instead of a train. Note to self, do not travel with Agatha Christie. The movie is still slated for an October 23rd theatrical release. And Apple TV dropped the trailer for the upcoming Sofia Coppola movie, On the Rocks, with Bill Murray and Rashida Jones as father and daughter who seemingly really enjoy drinking martinis in New York City bars based on the trailer. That one is slated for movie theaters and Apple TV in October TBD. Links to both are of course in the episode notes and now over to Hollywood. Guillermo del Toro is the latest marquee name to go onto a big check from Netflix as he signed a multi-year movie and TV agreement with the world's most popular streaming service, although no further details about it were cited by The Hollywood Reporter, who also announced that Kate Blanchett, Tim Blake Nelson, and Finn Wolfhard have been cast in his upcoming stop-motion animated version of Pinocchio. Over at Sony, Olivia Wilde has signed a deal to direct a Marvel movie based on a female character in that universe. That's according to Deadline. While the character was not confirmed, it is rumored to be Spider-Woman, which, uh, well, given that it's Sony, is not a bad bet. Olivia and her writing partner Katie Silberman will now get to work on the script. And sneaker culture is having a busy week. Uh, First, Netflix signed a deal for a six-episode scripted comedy series from Complex that has two sneakerheads as main characters, and now STX has signed Pete Davidson and O'Shea Jackson to star in a movie produced by Kevin Hart and Chris Paul. That one's called American Soul, S-O-L-E, according to Deadline. How to Make It in America creator Ian Edelman will write and direct the dramatic comedy set in the world of aftermarket sneakers. Although I'm more of a before-market kind of guy myself. Over in the TV. A congrats to Ted Lasso, or, uh, well, Jason Sudeikis and Bill Lawrence. Apple TV renewed their comedy series for a second season. The show just released its first three episodes last Friday and was the most watched Apple TV series in the U.S., the U.K., Australia, Germany, Mexico, France, and Canada for the week, according to the trades. LeBron James's company, Spring Hill, is going to produce a docuseries for Netflix focusing on top coaches in sports. That one's going to be called The Playbook, A Coach's Rules for Life, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Subjects in the first season include L.A. Clippers coach Doc Rivers, former U.S. women's soccer coach Jill Ellis, and University of South Carolina's women's basketball coach Dawn Staley. Comedy Central continued their cuts for anything that's not an animated series, stand-up special, or movie, as Deadline reported that Drunk History's sixth season last year is now going to be its last, even though Comedy Central ordered a seventh season, but uh, that will now never come to fruition. Thus, the only Comedy Central IRL scripted series left is now Aquafina's Nora from Queens, and even that one now has a streaming home on HBO Max next season. And former WME partner and agent Melissa Myers has now been named partner and president at a new venture at reality TV powerhouse Kinetic Content, according to Deadline. They produced Love is Blind at Netflix and Married at First Sight at Lifetime. And they're now expanding into scripted series, which Melissa will head up as part of their partnership with European-owned Red Arrow Studios. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. 
with Facebook finally realizing they're enabling the QAnon folks, Instagram adding QR codes, much better than QAnon codes, and uh, AMC theaters opening their doors. Hopefully they changed out the popcorn for March. Plus today's pop quiz. How many seasons of How to Make It in America were there on HBO, and what year did the series premiere on the network? The answer, after a coffee break with Devotion Coffee. So not only does Devotion FedEx coffee beans every week, straight from their Bogota location to their Williamsburg, Brooklyn location, where the beans are freshly roasted, so the coffee in your cup is as fresh of a coffee experience as you can get. They also have a subscription program. First, go order some bags of beans on their website, devocion.com. That's D-E-V-O-C-I-O-N.com. You get free shipping when you order just $50 worth. And on top of that, enter code WAKEUP and get 20% off of that order. And I'm rather confident that's cheaper than buying good coffee in your area. Then when you see what a difference that freshness makes, you can sign up for their subscription program, where they will ship you as many bags as you want, as often as you want, depending on your coffee habits. Every week, every third week, I'm more of a two-week kind of guy myself. Just go to devocion.com and get started. And trust me, you can taste the difference that fresh coffee beans make. With other sources, uh, you may know when the beans are roasted, but you have no idea when they actually left their country of origin, which could be as long as six to nine months ago. So go get the freshest Colombian coffee possible in the U.S. Devocion.com. Enter the code WAKEUP for 20% off your first order. And the direct link is right in this episode's notes. Now, the answer to today's pop quiz. How to Make It in America premiered on HBO in early 2010, but sadly, it only lasted two seasons, despite having Mark Wahlberg and Steve Levinson as producers. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. Which is pretty quiet, other than Facebook finally taking action to remove accounts associated with QAnon, which may help slow recruitment to the QAnon theory that Trump A. knows what he's doing, and B. is secretly fighting to get rid of a secret cabal of Satanist pedophiles from the government, mostly Democrats of course. Trump also openly welcomed the support of QAnon believers uh, yesterday. But at this point, Facebook, I think the damage has already been done. Also at Facebook, The Verge reports that Instagram is now enabling users to create a QR code for your account. Just go to your settings and you'll see a QR code option that creates a QR image for you to post out to folks or to put on something called printed materials so that people can now easily connect to your IG account without having to go to the arduous task of misspelling it four times when typing it into the search and then figuring out which Hot Buns, Hotter Kitchens account you were looking for. I mean, is that buns with a Z or an S? Uh, Come on. But over at Apple, they crossed the $2 trillion mark in valuation based on the new high that their stock price set. It took the company, I guess, about 38 years to hit the $1 trillion mark back in 2018 and just two years to double that. And another fun fact from the New York Times yesterday, just five companies, Facebook, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and Alphabet, aka Google, now make up 20% of the value of the stock market's total worth. In today's programming notes... AMC Theaters reopens 100 movie theater locations today and charging 15 cent tickets to, uh, well, basically movies that you can stream at home. But if you want to get out of the house and uh, watch Back to the Future, sitting around strangers in a dark room during a pandemic, uh, you can't beat the price. 
That's all for today. If for some reason you do not actually subscribe to this podcast, uh, please take two seconds and hit that subscribe button on your platform of choice so the podcast automatically gets in your app every morning. Just trying to save you some time and uh, brain function in the wee hours. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.